Hit us up on Facebook and Twitter. Download episodes of previous shows. Welcome to... Feels like home, man. My boy Carol in the building, man. It really does feel like home. But it feels like home, bro. Real talk, man. We ain't been in the lab in a minute. It's your boy T Prince, Mr. Petty himself. I got to my left the lovely Sid. Hey, y'all. Missed y'all. Yes, sir. Across from me, I got my dog Antoine Asores. And we back in the building, Wicked Truth Podcast, Episode 6, baby. We in this thing, man. Hey. So, we ain't been in the lab in a while, y'all. Shit going on. Man, you know, vacation and, and you know, holidays. We've Vacations been. Vacations and all. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, I had a little, we went to New Orleans and up to Dallas. So, we had a little, you know, our company Christmas party in New Orleans, man. And shit, we had a ball walking Quiet down, time. walking down Bourbon Street to five in the morning. Oh, and, man. Yeah. Then getting up and catching a 10 o'clock flight. Good times. Man, yeah. you hear me, man? It was <laughs> it was rough, man. But we had a great time, man. We back, though. I mean, shit, back to real life, working, and we moving on, man. Where you go, Antoine? I went to Portland, man. Ooh. Random as hell, right? <laughs> Only thing I know about Portland is the Nike stole up man, there. Man, first of all, it rains every morning. It's, it's really like, it's like the sunrise. Rain, it will be in the forecast within the hours of 6 a.m. and 10 a.m. It's going to be rain or fall. Damn. But uh, I went out there with, you know, with the old lady um, for her birthday. So we went to the Pacific Northwest. Happy birthday um, to her, man. Happy belated. That was my first time being up there. And the only thing that really like was eye opening to me, I knew it, but being somewhere where it's not a lot of white black people at all, like mm-hmm. you know, they say we the minority, but when you see, you can count on your hand how many black people you see in a day. Ah, oh, wow! And the excitement black people have when they see an unfamiliar black person, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Straight up. Maybe we to stop and take a picture with you, Dad. Like, what's good? Like, yeah. Good? Like, how you doing? You blink twice. Like, <laughs> <laughs> niggas probably only go up there just to go see the Nike. Uh, nah, nah, nah. but it's a lot of black people live up there. Well, it's a, a lot more black people living up there because you know you have a, you know tech companies moving up there. You got Adidas, New Balance. You got Under Armour up there. So it's like. You starting to see younger black people get there. Mm. But another eye-opening thing, and I'm going to give them their credit to you. White people in Portland got drip. It's the craziest shit to me. It's no tacky white people in Portland. Yeah. Like, even the old white people <laughs> got drip. Uh, it's the weirdest shit ever. They just, like, they kind of like that. 
that liberal type, like I'm cool as hell, old type vibe. Yeah. Like, Give me an example, like a celebrity example. All right, perfect example. So you know how when you see how people dress after they get money, where they like they it's just dripping, they ain't trying to put it on. Like it's like how somebody might have like the Nike, like the Nike, uh, some nice Nike Air Max or something, like some Air Max nine five. I saw a six like a woman that looked like she's like fifty or sixty years old. She had them uh, colorful. Uh, Nike Air Max 95. Yeah. She had her... Um, See, they probably got drip because a lot of people... They, they probably get a lot of shit that people don't got. It's that, but also it's like they don't have... They are not a very big, like, name brand given shit. You know how people... Mm. Oh, that's fine. Like, like, they wear a lot of just, like, lumberjack looks. But it's like, uh, like dope jackets. Like, it's mm. like, with, the, with the hat to match? Yeah, it's... It, it's not, it's not like they're trying to do too much. You know how in Dallas and Houston is like that new money feel where they try to let you know, like, we got yeah. it. It's like, it's like the soul drip. Like, they might have on their North Face, which is a fucking three, four hundred dollar jacket. Mm-hmm. It's the quiet drip. It's, it's the quiet drip. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Three hundred dollar, you know, some three hundred dollar exclusive Nikes and some shit. Right. Like Patagonia. You know what I'm saying? It's like, gosh, she got three thousand dollars worth of gear on you can't even find a name for it. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's it was a lot of subtle flatness, and it was it was it's appreciative when you come from a place that's kind of flesh. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We, you know, Houston and Dallas, those are flashy cities when it comes to like new money. Yeah, yeah. They, definitely. They, they want to wear their their uh their their finances and they they wealth, but up there it just it's a different flat, and it's yeah. a lot of goddamn like I didn't see like not one mag or anything up there. Mm. Hmm. Like, it just seems as though I ain't saying they invited to the cookout at all, but I feel like the white people up there are way more tolerable than the ones that we kind of used to in a way. Mm-hmm. Well, like you have this, this this preconceived notion that you can't be comfortable when you're in a room full of them. Mm-hmm. Sometimes up there, it kind of feels like they don't bother you, they you ain't bothering them, but they ain't like not friends. They'll speak, they'll be like, hey, what's going on? You know, they'll notice that you're not from there, try to give recommendations. Maybe I was just romanticizing my weekend, but everybody up there seemed cool as fuck. And then, you know, uh, they had the ACLU, you know, they, uh, they had them on every corner down to downtown and it wasn't like somebody like trying to combat it. You know, the ACLU is what people signed up for to fight civil rights and, you know, that's what people, you know, once you join your dues, pay for like getting people out of jail when they, when they protests or giving people like legal services when they need them like and they had those people signing people up on every corner downtown. You would never see that in Texas without like some type of like pushback. You know what I'm saying? Well speaking of signing up, let me tell y'all about something I just signed up for. What? So I signed a petition. petition I signed a petition before I really did all my research, okay? Well let me ask y'all this question first. Mm Do you think it's acceptable to put out a documentary about a murder if the family's vic- if the victim's family is against it? So keep in mind, the family doesn't want the reminder of the victim's brutal death, but the murderer wants to tell his side of the story. So since there's two sides, does the wrongdoer deserve to be silenced because the victim no longer has a voice? Or should the murderer have the right to speak his truth? Side note, the murderer admitted he did the violent act, but there's a catch. Look at it from both sides. Side one, your family member was the victim. And side two, your family member was the murderer. 
So where do y'all stand? I'll tell y'all what I signed the petition for, if you haven't guessed already. Uh, yeah, I know you probably on the side of the victim. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I, I get it. Now, is the person that the murderer, he admitted to it, but is he claiming, like, self-defense, or is he just, like, being an asshole, like, yeah, I killed this motherfucker, and... Okay, let me give you more I'm going to tell my story. I was trying... Okay, so I signed the petition because I saw a TikTok, and that'll probably give it away what it is. I was trying I was trying to bring this up without naming the documentary, but this girl did a TikTok, and she was saying how Hulu put out this documentary about her sister's brutal murder. Uh-huh. Okay, so... I signed the petition, and then I was like, shit, wait, let me look into what this really is. Turns out her sister's boyfriend claims that he was sleepwalking and stabbed her 26 times in his... 26? Yeah. Not once? Sleepwalking? Sleepwalking. You ain't Correct. And so the documentary is about um, his patterns with sleepwalking as a child. It's all the... Um, mm. It's all the... Um, footage from the trial. It's also uh, forensic specialists and psychiatrists and um, sleepwalking specialists that are being interviewed, as well as his family. The, um, The production company did reach out to the victim's family, but they didn't want anything to do with it because, um, they were telling his side and he did get life in prison, but he's trying to get out. So um, they didn't want anything to do with it. And they, they are, the petition is to stop Hulu from showing the documentary. And when the trailer came out, I think it was supposed to come on Hulu like the 20th of this month. But it's been stopped so far. There's like 15 million signatures. And um, I don't know. But once I really read into what was going on, I kind of see both sides. I do too. I get Um. I, I get exactly like the the dilemma and the conflict because of what he's saying was the cause. Like it was it didn't come off as cold blood. Right. But it's hard to I don't give a damn how many how many experts, how many sleep, you know, pattern specialists or whatever, if you can't sit there with a visual test, you know, they do sleep studies and things like that. Showing that you get up and you have violent outbursts, you can't justify that because what happens is the only reason that I wouldn't be one for allowing the uh, doc to get out is I'm fearful, always fearful of copycat excuses. What I mean is if he was to get out, let's say this documentary created enough momentum for him that for them to have a new trial and he gets off because they were able to say there's doubt that he killed her out of cold blood and they can't prove that it wasn't sleep You know how much you know how much of an excuse people will try to use that now is like, well you, he got off because he was sleepwalking. How did, how can you say it wasn't me when he I, but I feel like it, it'll be hard to do that because obviously you say like this guy had a pattern of mm-hmm. sleepwalking. Was it documented? Well, his, I haven't seen the documentary, oh. but they're saying, uh, yeah. in the write-up, they're saying that he has a history of it. So, in some way, they're trying to prove that. Yeah, so if this dude has a history of sleepwalking and it's been documented, then 
Some nigga can't just go, man, I was sleepwalking, nigga. Yeah. Like, you ain't got no history. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to say I wouldn't because just think, man, they did a whole documentary on OJ. And Jeffrey and R. Kelly and every fucking body else. Like, I don't know. When things happen, I think you kind of have the right to document it. Now, if we're talking ethics and moral standings, I would understand this production company or Hulu saying, you know what? This is affecting you that much. All right. I pulled that. But what? You just changed my mind because we have whole biopics about serial killers. Yeah. Right. They're making uh, the making just, of a murderer into a fucking Broadway play. Yeah. I mean, but I just feel like you will, you'll, we'll allow one side, but we won't ever allow the other side. Right. right. So but, if you're the victim, like they're always. Be reminded. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I would rather um, know a little more. Because I've heard people say, oh, I sleepwalk, I sleepwalk. Well, how deadly can sleepwalking be? If there are some studies or some shit that I can know a little bit more about, that might save my life. I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, if a nigga sleepwalk, (laughs) my wife told me she was going to leave my head because I'd be talking in my sleep. (laughs) Talking about how I'm going to fight somebody. Nah, I'd be talking about how I'm going to fight motherfuckers and shit in my sleep. Why are you talking about this? This is a little off the subject, but it kind of ties to that. Man, my girl had an attitude with me because I cheated on her in her dream. Oh, That's yeah. a real thing. Yeah, women do that shit. That's a real like, thing. Like, she was really, like... We don't dream me. shit for no reason. I've had those dreams. Nah, bro, she dreamed this shit for no reason. No, I'm not saying that. I'm <laughs> sorry. Let me put that shit out Yeah, bro, you right. No, 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 I'm saying. It came from something. Nah, you my dog. My dog out of the streets. Listen to me, America. America, listen to me. My dog is out of the streets. And that was just a bad dream she had. I was saying the dreams be real, like we feel that shit. I'm not saying you fucking. She literally was like, I got it. Because I was like, you you get out with your mouth, and she was just like, Yeah. And we were on the plane. We were coming back from Portland. And I'm like, Like, So, like, a couple minutes went by, and she was like, I I gotta stop tripping. I'm like, What's up? I dreamed with you. You cheated on me. I, I dreamed you cheated on me with a chick. Who was Randy? Randy? She had a name and everything. Damn. Wow. Hey, man. Listen, man. My dog got the streets, man. He out of the streets. Ain't, he ain't got nothing going on, man. My dog <laughs> is a faithful guy. Black men don't cheat. That's bullshit. Man, for real, though. So yeah. Good, man. Hey, watch out for your girl, bro. She's ugly. Find out what it is. Right, man. And but and, and and I think again, going back to what we were talking about, sleepwalking. Like I feel like if that dude had a pattern of sleepwalking, he needed to let her know that up front and let her make the decision. Like if this nigga sleepwalk, what have you done while you sleepwalking? So this is the crazy thing too. They came out and said that he has the pattern of this sleepwalking. And he was also a roommate of the sister that's speaking out and had the petition made. And she was like, all the time we lived together, I know I never saw this motherfucker sleepwalk. That's what I'm saying. Do we have proof that is there like past? Yeah, they but, won't let us watch the fucking documentary. Yeah, yeah and, 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 and I, yeah, I want to know because cause that could be a situation to where like, you know, she want to protect her sister. Like, you know what I'm saying? So she could say whatever, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I want to see, but I just know like, 
I mean, but did he like give you like pre warning, like niggas swinging blades and shit? Like, right, like, that's what I'm saying. Well, apparently the documentary has a reenactment, and that's a true crime. Yeah, now certain things I wouldn't want. Like I would, I mean, but again, like they went through the whole fucking OJ trial again. Right. Like you know what I'm saying when they did the document on FX, mm-hmm. and that shit was good. I ain't gonna lie to you. I watched that whole thing. How much I like crime drama? Yeah, like because you know it's like one side that's taking the L. But you kind of watching the entire thing for entertainment. Mm-hmm. But there's really like somebody who took a loss in this story. Right, right, yeah, yeah. and like we watch it for entertainment. I watched like I like I said, I watched that whole OJ deal that they did on FX. I enjoyed it, but I know that. Ron Goldman and 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 Nicole Brown's family they have issues from that, mm-hmm. and they show that shit still. So uh, OJ be out here playing with his maybe idea. Maybe OJ didn't like, do that shit. But anyway, man. <laughs> OJ didn't do that shit. His side, your, your side, they side, and the truth. You yeah. know what I'm saying? If he so, didn't, he know who did. Right. No, now I agree with that. I believe he knows who did that because I believe his son did it. And I believe, Damn. like, yeah, I believe his son <laughs> did it. Yeah, but you know, his older son, like they say, like he had like some something that he mentally right with him. No, his son, like something. I don't know if he's bipolar or something, but like he's like something's like mentally wrong. From if I'm remember, right? And that's what I'm gonna say. As a father, if my son did it, and I know he's kind of like had mental issues, I can't say I would be one to not take up for my child. Yeah, you know what I'm saying to help. Man, listen. If you know he did it, would you still stand by his side? Yeah. Would you um, try to get him out of there? I wouldn't say I would condone what he did. I mean, obviously, I would have to have some type of sympathy for that family. But that's my child. I I also can't... I wouldn't be able to live with myself if you kill somebody. I don't give a fuck if it's somebody close to me or not. My conscience will eat me up just... Like it would be, you would have to give up some type of like mental comfort when you make that decision to be like, I'm gonna protect my child because it's almost like you now become an accessory to the mother. Yeah, and that's the part that kind of eat me up. You know what I'm saying? It's like I know what happened, and this family won't get justice because. Of my ego, because you're really doing it to keep that person from protecting. Yeah. Here's the thing, I, but I, I feel like OJ probably had something to where he wasn't fucking with Nicole no more. I don't know how. What, she was fucking somebody else. Right, and so you don't know how his emotions was running. Right, you don't know you don't know what he was feeling, what his emotions were, how his emotions were going, and so it's probably like, man. She was doing what she had to do and doing whatever she was doing. And my son, you know, did what he did. I know this kid got mental issues. She ain't give a fuck about me. So, shit, I'm going to protect my son. Mm. As a parent should. Because, I mean, any parent, I mean, I ain't going to say any parent. Most parents, if I'm a father, I'm going to protect my kid. I'm going to try to protect my kid at all times. If I can. But you might. But you're not worried about potentially enabling your kids. Cause if, if, cause I feel like if you would let him off the hook, like it's certain shit. Okay, you, you stole something, you know what I'm saying? You stole a car, some shit. I feel like okay, 
we gonna we can look past that. But motherfucker, you killed somebody. You took a life from the earth just for nothing. Like, right. You really couldn't even justify why you did it. I can see if it was like, oh, uh, he beat a kid ass. I was picking on him or some shit, and, he, and the kid, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was nah, it wasn't for nothing though. I suppose they had the issue. Bro. You know, it wasn't for nothing. Nothing. Dog. I don't give a fuck if you kick because they said it was reports. I don't know how true this was that OJ had 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 a visual of them fucking one time. Came in, you know, caught them fucking. But I don't give a fuck if he hitting back shots raw and she got another nigga dick in her mouth. It don't justify. No, nah, yeah, I'm not. It's not justifying OJ. I'm saying it. The she son, didn't have to die. No, the son and Nicole had an issue. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Nicole and the son had it. Sometimes kill my wife. You know, like, kill my wife. Man, she <laughs> fucking somebody else, bro. Like shit. But nigga, that's my problem. Not yours. <laughs> but I'm saying, I don't know what I don't know what they issue stemmed from. You I don't know, know what the, I don't know what the son and Nicole's issue stemmed from. I don't know if it was because she was cheating on OJ or doing whatever she was doing with OJ uh, cheating with him. Or he just had his own personal vendetta. But I feel like OJ, like, shit, nigga, that's my wife, but shit, she doing her thing, so shit, fuck her. My like. last point on this topic is it's kind of fucked up. And this, is why, this is why I see why people separate themselves from family and shit like that when they fuck up like this. You see how we debating whether his son killed from strictly because this shit happened with OJ? Mm-hmm. So now, your son, his son in question, like, you <laughs> side out everybody that fuck with this nigga. I mean, this is wrong, because that shit was fucking cool with the nigga. He, maybe he had something to do with it. It's like, everybody that's cool with him. Like, everybody. It's like, I couldn't be a defense attorney. You ain't about to hire me to protect your ass when you can get a race crime. Like, like think of how many times an attorney that's, that's supporting, like, a, a, a cop or some shit, your job, they come to you and say, you have to do anything in your power if, if I pay you to get me out of here. Even if it's, even it's kind of like discrediting somebody that was a victim. But now I'm, a, but now you are painted as a racist when you might not even be a racist, but I'm just literally trying to give my client. But I feel like at that point, I feel like you are turning the job down. That's what I'm saying. And it's like, how often though, Either you really believe the person or you turning the job down. So I feel like either they really believed OJ didn't do that shit or they would have turned the job down. I really believe Johnny Cochran had a look and I'm like, I really believe this nigga did, but I ain't never got this much publicity in my life. I think Johnny Cochran. I'm going to shine. Yeah. Maybe maybe that's what it was. Yeah. So it'll be. Definitely. Yeah. Remember he put the glove on and he was like, all right. And they tried to say he had arthritis in his hand. That's why the glove didn't fit like it did before. Like, it was all type of shit they were trying to say. Yeah, they tried to do all type of shit. But nah, but shout out and rest in peace to the legend Johnny Cochran. I was like, OJ died? Nah. <laughs> OJ just got off parole, though. But speaking <laughs> speaking of OJ and protecting his his children. You had I, a question in reference to someone. I want to I say this, though, or ask this question. For those fathers who want to opt out of fatherhood, right? Mm. So if... If a woman gets pregnant and she comes to me and it's my child and she says, I don't want to keep the baby. And I say, well, I want the child, but it's my body. I do what I want to do. That's what she tells me. And she goes and abort the child. There's no consequences for that, right? It depends on where you are now. (sighs) Right. But there's no consequences for it, though, right? Yeah, correct. So if... Same woman comes to me and says, hey, I'm pregnant. 
I'm getting ready to have a baby. And I say, well, you know what? I don't want no kid. I want maybe we should think about, you know, aborting it. Nah, we're not doing that. My body, my choice. I'm not laughing. And she decides she had to do I have the option to walk away and be like, I told you I didn't want the child. It de- again depends on where you are. I mean, but but you have the option to be a shit nigga at all times. Right. I'm about to say, but that's the only thing I have the option to be. You can sign over your legal rights. But I, I, I and, and y'all can fact check me if I'm wrong. I, I don't know if I'm right or wrong on this. But I believe even when you sign over your parental rights, you still are obligated to pay child support. That's, that's Again, cool. it depends on where you are. Even if it depends on where you are. Even shit, that's some bullshit. If I'm telling you I don't want nothing to do with this kid I and I want to sign mean. over, I don't feel like that's fair. Uh, there's so many sides to that. I understand how you feel that way. Man, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm not saying, I mean, I will always step up and be any and do whatever I got to do for my kids. If, when but I have let me them. ask this. Let's say you do feel that way and she has the baby and even when she has it, you want nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. And then you happen to see it. Do you think it would affect you at all after seeing the child? I can't speak. It, it would definitely affect me. But again, I'm I'm a nigga that I'm going to step up. I love kids. All right. So before we go forward, let me, I Google. Okay. Talk to so, me. Generally, a termination of parental rights in Texas is also a termination of any obligation to support the child in the future. So they don't have to pay child support. Now, if, if, they were any, if, if there was any time that passed and, and like, say, you signed the other way when the kid was a year if there were any like leftover charges or areas or anything that you, you that. Obligate, you have to pay that before you can just say, okay, I'm done. So, so, so the child was a year old. I would have to back pay for that year yeah, before like, I they, could walk they away. Get the, uh, that year, that initial year from you, and then you ain't got to pay nothing else. But once you sign your parent, your parental rights away, you sign your obligations away. away. But sometimes that's bullshit too because sometimes these women get pregnant. And it can be from like a one night stand or somebody that they were just fucking with, and then they go they separate ways, and then all of a sudden, five, six years later, hey, you got a child. Because you really don't have a choice because you ain't know. But and if you say you want to walk away at five, six years old, you still got a back pay though, right? Oh, they're coming straight after your child. See what I'm saying? It's bullshit, dog. Straight up, you have no choice at that point. point, (laughs) I mean, man, and even getting an attorney, it doesn't help you because. Listen, man, I was just looking at a video the other day. There's a dude who's back paying on, on child support for a kid that ain't his. Mm-hmm. They didn't went to court. They had DNA tests. The lady put his name on the fucking birth certificate just because you have to put a man's name on a birth certificate to be able to get uh, Section A and, like, yeah. food stamps, like, to be... To prove in, to, You have to put a... Uh, and so she just put a random nigga's name on the, on the birth certificate. Somebody she knew. Like John's. Oh, somebody she knew. So, like so, John so, Smith. It's a name that she knew. So since and, time had passed before he proved that he wasn't a child. They want this man to back pay. Everything that up until that point of proving he ain't This man, child. they want like 30, 30 bands out of this yeah, man. I'm not, I'm not, is there nothing he can do? But it's not his. He didn't got a lawyer and everything. But the the reason it ain't nothing he can do is because the state gets fucking sixty percent of every dollar that you give yeah, that child support. Oh, when man. you pay child support, sixty percent of that shit goes to the state. So they want their money. 
Uh, it's bull America. Listen to me. Bullshit. Bullshit. You hear bullshit. me? I mean, at that point, it's ne- it's not even about being careful who you lay with. You got to be careful of your name. Right. That's like, what I'm saying. He ain't even lay with no it. He ain't even lay with it. Well, I don't know if you lay with it. But, I mean, you ain't had no kid with this baby. You ain't. And this lady didn't put you on child support. Well, she didn't put your name on the birth certificate so she can get government assistance. Well, well let's look at it as, a day, as an everyday, because I feel like it's a good topic to add. So let's look at it from a normal perspective, because you had the, the scenario you initially had where she was like, I don't want to have the abortion. Right. And you aren't ready to have a kid. All right. My only, to play devil's advocate, my only pushback for the guy is, and this is what I was always told. You never lay down with somebody you ain't prepared to have a child with. Yeah. That's what they always too. tell you. I don't give because even those condoms, they have, they can be faulty. So what I mean by that is, because you know, sometimes a woman might say a woman put a hole in a condom. So you were unawarely, but unfortunately, the risk. Of having, I, I, I hate to say it. All right, go I ahead, and so, so I can. I you can, would literally have to have a rebuttal. The only, the only way you can get rid of your obligation is signing over your rights because she has full autonomy. Once that, once she's impregnated, she has full autonomy. I don't give a damn what the man. I don't give a damn if she raped the man. They, the state can't make her get an abortion. You know what I'm saying? And that's what sucks. So by your standard, by your standard, there you you have no issues with the abortion law then. No, I'm not saying it's right. No, what I'm saying, I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm saying like well, yeah, we're no, gonna keep no, playing no. devil's advocate. So <laughs> so what I'm saying, by your standard, you should you shouldn't have any issues with the abortion law. Because that means if a woman laid down with that man, she shouldn't she she know that this is a possibility. And this is what happened. You need to have that baby. You're saying the double no, standard no, isn't no. fair. No, right. I'm not saying You no, can't tell me that. like I can't lay down with a woman. Let me, let me put I this think after no. everything that women exactly. go through, just period, especially with our bodies, the double standard is fair. Wait, time out. Can, I, can, I, can we backtrack? Come on. I don't want people thinking that I have a problem with abortions. So what I was going to say was I'm not saying it's right, but the problem is when a woman is pregnant, the man has no leverage. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's just what it is. Right. Because you can't carry the child. You have no control over how we have it. Right. We can discuss it. Mm-hmm. You can make your suggestion. Right. But the decision is hers. So I believe every woman should have the choice. Yes. But let's just say I know it's happened somewhere in history where a woman is raped a nigga and got pregnant off of that shit. Just to have the baby. Right. The man still has the right to say, I don't want shit to do with it and sign it away, right? It doesn't have to be both parents that agree to it. That might be something he's agreeing to because the man just be like, I don't want that shit. Mm-hmm. But that's what we're saying. He no, can sign his rights away. No, but like, but I'm I saying, do both parents have both to agree? Both parents have to agree. No. They don't? Well, we got to Google it. We got to Google it. Yeah. And yeah, both parents got to agree, and then you don't agree. Like, I mean, if both parents don't agree to have the child, it shouldn't be both parents fellas, that have to agree. We don't agree. want you making this mistake listening to us, and we ain't giving you the right <laughs> insight. So we're going to Google yep. and make sure we give you the right answer before yep. you start wrong. Please fact, please fact check our goofy asses. 
because I don't want y'all out here saying that when these man, the boys on the wicked truth told me yeah, I, I can do this. Nah, you know, bro. Nah, bro. I didn't tell you. These are just my thoughts. God damn it. No, go ahead. Do yeah. that shit. No. Man. <laughs> yeah. But I just think the double standard is kind of like, ah. I think out of everything, for all the double standards that there are no. for men, we should have the one that affects our body and the rest of our life. No, man. All well, I mean, yeah, no, I, I get it. No, let money? me not say. Yeah, so come on. Both parties, so if both parties agree that the terminating parent falls under one of the grounds for termination in the Texas Family Code, then the court may find the termination to be. So both parents got to agree. Yep. Damn. So I get this bitch pregnant. <laughs> now she a bitch. <laughs> yeah, 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 this, yeah. Shit, this shit that made me up. I, man, I'm, listen, listen to me. Let, me. let me go on my Bernie Mac. America, listen to me, America. I'm sorry, but this shit just got me big. Just got my mind all over the place right now. So I didn't got this lady pregnant. Granted, I like you say, man, you should lay down with who you don't want to have a kid with. I get that. We cuffed now, bro. <laughs> I had this kid with this. I mean, this lady decides, like, man, it's hey. Yeah, right. <laughs> because that's what it is at this point. Because if I come to you and tell you, like, man, I don't want to have this kid. But what if she. And you say, life- man, I, I, she, and I get it. She tell me, hey, I can't do an abortion. I, I don't agree with it. I got to have a kid. I mean, I'll make it work. And then I say, hey, you know what? Well, you had a kid. I'm going to sign over my parental rights. I don't. I, because I, I, I'm just not in a place right now where I can do that. Now, nah, nigga, you're going to take care of this, baby. I don't agree to that. But I hear you, but I feel like that's what happens all the time. Fucked up. That's all I can tell you. But, that, but, that's, but that's bullshit. Man, my Maybe, dad, my but dad you chose the I'm, wrong person I'm to, to with. Man, if I come to you and tell you, hey... I can't do this right now. And now you're gonna put now you're gonna put me on child support. So what if she changes her mind, right? What if you come and you're like, I, I really would not be a good dad. I'm not in the place in my life where I can add anything to somebody else's life. I don't want this. And she says, Okay, I really do, but I hear you. And then she decides, All right, let me go ahead and get this abortion. And then you come back like, I prayed on it. I was thinking about it. You know, do what you think is best. You know, and I'ma support you. And she already had the abortion, and now she can never have another you kid. Got I mean, and now but, she can never have saying. another like, kid. Like if you come to me and say, "The double hey, standard happens because our bodies are not right," like but yours. that's what I'm saying. Like, hey, if 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 you want to have the kid, I'm not against it. Just don't be looking. Just for yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to opt out because yeah. I'm not in the place. And you say no. Mm-hmm. You're going to take care of this kid. Well, you, you obligated to that child. Yeah. That's what, the state law? Yeah, and I get it, but, but I feel like that's bullshit because I'm coming to you and telling you, hey, I ain't shit. I'm an ain't shit nigga. And this, this kid deserves... Well, allow you to show you ain't shit and just yeah. have your back pain. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. But I'm t- you going to go to jail. But I'm telling you up front, I ain't shit. And so, I'm trying, and so I'm trying to keep it from getting to this point, but you forcing it to this point. Apparently, I think that's matter. bullshit. You may think that, then no, you know, this, keep this your hands to yourself. For slanging around dick, fellas. Yeah. Man, that is, that is bullshit. I think that's bullshit. I I don't think bullshit, it's bullshit. If I come to you and tell you that I I don't want anything and I want to I want to sign my pro- I'm I'm telling you I want it and you tell me no. I think you should have the right to sign your 
Honestly, but I don't also, know. I don't know. This like, is a tough one. But think of it like this. It's a tough one. All right, now, this is no, the, it ain't a tough this one. This is the only thing. It is, it, because what if thing. all the time before, I'm sorry to cut you mm-hmm. off, what if all the time before you was, yeah, baby, I'm a, I'm a do this and that, and, and you gonna have my baby, and all that other bullshit, and then she gets pregnant, and you changed your mind, and you switched up, but you've been filling her head with all these other lullabies. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so, yeah, those things happen. You kind of have to protect the person carrying the child in a way, because it's like, you could, like to avoid abandonment. You get what I'm saying? Because Man. you're like this. The only, when you, like, you looking at it from a, from a surface level, I get it. It's, you, you like, man, I don't want the baby. But, you know how, how much, if it was that easy for a dude to just go into the state and be like, oh, I want that baby. You know how many motherfuckers would be out here just slanging raw dick knowing they can go I'm sure you got to have a lawyer and all those things, no, so no, that, that probably factors into it. measuring place to Correct, I agree. Right. I'm, I'm sure it ain't, I'm, I'm sure it ain't easy Because niggas process. be lying. Because, all niggas got to do is get a chick pregnant and go to the state and yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I'm positive it's not an easy process to get it yeah. done. But if I tell you that I want to go through the process and you tell me no, well, what? Like, what? What? So that's why both people have to but agree. I understand why that now. I don't. Why I don't understand why both. So it goes. It, but yeah, but it goes back to the same point when the woman when the woman wants to have an abortion. Why did and I want to keep the kid? Like I, I feel like I want to keep the kid. I'm in a place where shit. I'm getting older. I want to have a kid. Shit. So. Why you fuck me if you didn't want to have a kid? I can ask her the same question. I get that. But, but I need you to answer the question. I don't want you to get it. No. No, no, no think about it. <laughs> she wasn't you, being I, careful. I need, I need y'all to answer the question the same way. She wasn't being careful with the person that she picked. But I need y'all to be... I, I, I'm answering no, you the I, same I'm way. The she wasn't being careful with the person she picked. Yeah, so, because but if she that's still, how you felt, she should have known that. But she still but she still has the right to go... She and, does. And abort the child without my consent. Correct. Yeah. Y'all don't see the double standard here and how it's bullshit. We're it's saying that the double standard is fair. It's I'm not fair. I'm saying that. I'm gonna tell you why. Okay, why is it fair? Now, her her point for it being fair was because what if this nigga in your ear saying that? I said more than that, but I did say that. If too. the nigga in your ear now, what if now what if goddamn you giving us some back shots and she oh yeah I want to have your baby and uh-huh. this that and the third. And then she get pregnant, like nigga, I can't have this but kid and go on the board and shit. But it has to be some. What's the difference? But Terrell, there has to be some sense of accountability for both There's... parties. Like if you, if you just if man, y'all, you got y'all me there. Man, y'all double standard in me, man. But we're saying the double standard is it's fair. Double standard, but it ain't fair. It I just gave fair. you the same a scenario, woman, and you like, ah, every, shit. A woman bleeds every month. Men don't. Man, you get what I'm saying? So it's like fuck that. I mean, but don't, well, don't fuck them. Don't fuck them. Yeah. If you don't, man, if you know I don't want to have. A you started saying that from the man's perspective. <laughs> what if I want to have a baby and she don't? Then you're what still fucking you the wrong still, person. You still fucking the wrong person. Correct. It so it's still my fault, no matter what. Yes. You wanted you a kid and she did. On both parties, the woman, Correct. the woman got to do her due diligence to see if the nigga want to be. A so woman. she, man, no, <laughs> both that's that is that is that's fucking bullshit, America. Y'all see, man. <laughs> No. Man, it's some Terrell, man. You're really not looking at it. Yes, I am, bro. You're looking at it strictly from one side because I just said I'm looking at it from both sides because I didn't play both sides of the field. But both sides, whether I want the baby or I don't, because you don't have to go through what women have to go through to have or not have a baby, that is and true. it's not always up to us whether or not we can or cannot. 
And okay. it's up to y'all. Oh, but no, okay. So yeah, you you diving a little deeper in, into it, but I, I'm I'm just scratching on the regular. No, you, no, the, I don't. That's I, I'm, the reason I'm asking, the double standard is fair because no, 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 of all no. the well, shit that we have to go through. No, I'm I'm not diving into to that part. I'm diving into strictly what we just talked about. We ain't talking about you not being able to have kids no more or none of that. But, if if it's just simple. She can have an abortion and then she'll go get pregnant again three months later. But once you start making laws, you have, like, it, 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 like, it, like, let me finish because I don't want people to think we just be arguing. So allow the, the allow the thought. It's a, you have to have a protective measure for everything you do. Like for everything you do in life, that's why we have insurance. That's why you Scam. have no, but that's what I'm saying. That's why you have. Terms and conditions, that's why you have... Like, everything has to come with some type of accountability before you act. All right. And the only, the only reason I'm, I'm not saying it's right on either party, but at the end of the day, I have to give protection to both parties. So, you got to think, if she... Because say for instance... So, where's the protection on the male's part? You got to let me get it at. The, protective of the, of the protection on the male's part is, first of all, if a, you know how many men don't raise their kids? Yeah. Regardless of signing shit away. Yeah, no, I do. Nine times out of ten, eight times out of ten, I don't know, but I know it's a lot. The custodial parent is the mother. So as somebody who 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 was raised by a single mother, I get it. Because at the end of the day, it ties to this. You ain't even gotta sign your life away to not have no responsibility. My dad ain't gave shit to my mama okay. in her whole life. So he pretty much signed the dotted line when I signed it. So if I was to make it easy for him to be like, I'm walking away from this shit, you gotta get an abortion because I told you to. What does she have? Because you gotta think, you might allow her to have it for two months and then change your mind because you lose your job. Right. Now, based off of the fact that you've lost your job and your circumstances ain't what they were before the baby, before she got pregnant, now you can leverage the courts to say she gotta get rid of this kid. What changed? It changed because of your, on your end. But now I got to make a lifetime decision. You have to protect both parties. But you're not protecting the, the male end. How are you not protecting the male? The, the male already has protection because he don't have to be tied to the kid if he don't want to, regardless. Because even my daddy's been on back pay on the state forever. The nigga ain't been in jail. I'm 35, I'm 35 years old. It's a lot of You have to really like get, you have to really get into. Because a lot of women don't even put men on child support. My mom never put my dad on child support because she knew he wasn't going to do shit. You get what I'm saying? So it has to be, you can't just oh, glance over like certain situations when you're making a law. When you, when, like, when you are making a law, you have to cover every base to justify the law because there's always going to be a one-off. You get what I'm saying? And so the protection for the man is you ain't forced to have to raise the kid unless that lady come and drop that kid off on your doorstep, which nine times out of ten a woman don't, don't normally do. So a lot of times the custodial parent is his mom and this dude still out here slinging dick doing what the fuck he want to do. Ain't got no real responsibility to the child unless the, the mom wants to pursue it. But she has to miss work to go do it. She got to spend money to go do it. Put the paperwork in. And you got to then get the money from the nigga. A lot of niggas quit their jobs once the, the court say, oh, you about to start garnishing your wages. That's what my dad's do. That's what a lot of dads do. So that's your protection. You can keep running. Your protection is the state ain't going to come and get you and make you go and raise that child. That's your protection. I mean, if, I if, disagree if I, to disagree. Well, what's the disagreement? Do uh, you or do you not have the right, the, the, the choice of a man to raise the child or not? 
Do I have the choice? Do you have most men have the choice whether they want to be active in a man in, a, in their child's life? Right. Even if you're just a chick. If you don't work, they can't take shit. If you don't have a if you don't have a legitimate business, which a lot of niggas don't do when they owe child support, they can't take shit. So ain't nobody coming to your house and, and waking you up in the morning and say, "We need you to go and pay this lady." If you if you don't have anything on on, I'm telling you how hard it is. You know how hard it is for a woman to get child support. Man, just like you tell me, I need to know who I'm laying down with and having a kid with. That lady should be the same. That's why I said we both parties. I literally said both parties have to take accountability. We, we said that. You're not seeing our point at all. I'm at not. All. I'm not trying to see that point. It. I'm not. So what's because the point? So what is the point of us even having this discussion? Because. I tried to make my point. Y'all ain't trying to hear my point. Because your point is glancing over a lot of real... It ain't. You literally just said, well, we ain't talking about that situation in this situation. We're not going... Because she, she started talking... To have these conversations. Come on. Listen to what I'm saying. I, yeah, I'm not. What I'm saying is she said, listen, she was saying that if I'm not able to have a kid, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go in that deep into it. You have to. If you want to make laws, you have to have these discussions at the table. Yeah, yeah well, I agree to disagree, bro. It, it ain't, but that's what I'm saying. That ain't bro, just, I, I, I'm agree to disagree. I, 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 no, I get you. What, what I'm saying is, it's kind of hard. It's going to always be hard to have this conversation because there's going to be moments where if I could, you see how she changed my mind when we was talking about the murder? Like, damn, I ain't looking at it from your perspective. Yeah. All it takes is one situation to basically put a whole goddamn to change the whole goddamn law. It's like, oh shit, we'll take that into account. That's why it's like you can't, if you're gonna have a real discussion on stuff, whatever it is, you gotta cover the basics. You can't just say, I'm talking all in a circle because then you're dis, you're doing a disservice to the debate. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying you wrong or right. Yeah, maybe I'm just not articulating my my, my point of views that good, but I mean I get it. Because what you literally said was he have a choice, but what about her choice? All I said was both parties have to take accountability. Yeah. That's all we were both saying. I'm not saying that the dude don't have a right to make the discussion, but that's the that's the risk, unfortunately, on both parties. And that's kind of like you can't you can't remove the risk of a baby or STD or anything when it comes to keep to, to sex. Those are gonna always be risks of potentially happening anytime you lay down with somebody. So yeah, I don't care what type of litigation you put into it, you can you gotta have some type of real like human element to it. You get what I'm saying? And that's why they won't make the. That's why everybody up in arms about the, the uh, about the uh, abortion, the abortion thing. Because then you have situations where, what if my pimp got me pregnant? What if my rapist got me pregnant? Da da da. But it's like y'all not having a real conversation. That's why it keeps getting stopped because y'all ain't covered this base. It's like it's, it's, I'm looking at it strictly from a legal perspective. Because we were talking about something that, that was a legal thing. Can right. you sign your rights away? Right. That's why I can't not talk about it from that perspective because you were speaking of it from a legal perspective. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Like, of course, I'm human emotions. Like, this motherfucker trying to play with me. Of course. Like, I get it. I get it how you were speaking of it. I just didn't want to do a disservice to our listeners and just glancing over it because it might be a single mom. I, I'm trying to be the devil's advocate because this is a real thing. It was like, you talking about what protects the man. Protect the man is niggas, you ain't got a press feed. You ain't got a, you don't have, you literally, a man is not needed to bear a child after the kid is here. To raise a child, a man is not needed. A woman is not needed, but there are certain things that a woman body provides for that kid that a man can't do. So if a man wanted to just walk away, 
all like literally just vanished. We don't. Do you know how how LeBron James' dad looked? He don't know how his dad looked. His dad didn't go to no state. No, he. I mean, this man. This is. I'm just going off. He said he never met his dad a day in his life. So that means it's a man somewhere that never had any obligation to have to raise LeBron James, right? That was his protection. And we all know one. Huh? We all know a man like But that's what I'm saying. That's your protection to just walk away and hope the woman don't come for you. Yeah, you got to hope the woman don't. We just agree with this. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We couldn't continue to have that conversation without doing further research. Because <laughs> it was too passionate of a conversation. We couldn't have y'all here looking crazy. Right, 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 right. <laughs> or us looking crazy. Or uh, us looking crazy. Yeah, yeah I, I told y'all. We, I told y'all, you know, we some goofy-ass niggas, man. Yeah, <laughs> y'all so fact-check our ass. Based off of this, the termination of parental rights is the legal process, but the parental, the parental rights can only be terminated by court order. So the court has to... You can voluntarily, voluntarily submit your request to remove your parental rights. But the state has to sign off on that. The state and not the other parent, right? So And so my whole argument is null and void then because I felt like if both parents have to agree, I think I thought that was unfair. Now if you now if you telling me now if you telling me that it's a case by case situation mm-hmm. and the state is going, you know, we don't know the questions that ask, so we can't speak on that. Or the proof so, yeah. that you I really need. I wouldn't want to know how those hearings go now. <laughs> I would, honestly, I would sit in. Yeah, look, I, I would like to, too. But I, I'm pretty sure that, and here's again, I'm pretty sure that that's not a simple situation because more people would do it. So it ain't just an easy process where I'm going to go down, oh, shit, so I'm sure Don't that. think people don't do it. Yeah. When these when these families are looking very blended and are not... Um, Supposed to be, yeah. Somebody signed that off, whether it was agreed or not. People are doing this case by case thing. I think. Mm-hmm. I think we just aren't educated in and that. That could I be very like, true. I feel like that's something that people kind of hide. If you even, even if you're going through the courts, like I'm trying to sign my parental rights away, that yeah. ain't nothing you should. <laughs> and it's nothing you can ever speak on again. Probably, I'm sure there's NDAs when it comes to that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. I wonder how that goes. So, uh, like an example, and, I, and this is just for shits and giggles, and I hate to just throw somebody's life out Bef- there. Before like you that. get to the shits and giggles, yeah, I love kids, and when I have kids, I'm gonna always be there for them. Don't think that this shit. It's not gonna be case by case. Yeah, it ain't gonna be a case by case. Like <laughs> even if the mama ain't shit, I'm still gonna be there for my kids. Like so, that's just how I am. So my example, right? Let's say that. Um, let's go back to OJ. And let's say that Khloe Kardashian really was his child. Oh, damn. Right? But he signed away the rights because, you know, she was going to be a Kardashian. Right. Mm -hmm. And he signed an NDA. Don't you think that that's something people do? With that being an example, does it just paint the picture a little better? I mean, I feel like it's all type of shit that can happen. So, like, like a, a motherfucker. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, but them people with money, so I, they probably. They but I'm saying those are the people that probably did the research and are educated behind how this works, right? right. Or, yeah. or the families where your 14 year old daughter had a baby and she signs the rights over to her parents and the baby is passed on as her sibling. We've seen that shit in movies. Yeah, we see that shit all the time. You know why I think the state of fucker got up? Because I think that it's, they don't really award negatives. What that means is like when they try to come in there and say, it was a drunken night, we wasn't even posted. They're like, all right. 
Well, oh, you accidentally <laughs> fucked her. Accidentally fucked her. Right? Yeah, you. <laughs> now, now you don't get that nigga no out. How you <laughs> accidentally <laughs> fucked somebody? You accidentally fucked her and, and came in. And came in. Her. Her. How? Yeah, nigga. Nigga. Uh, the, no, no, no. It got lost inside. But I had it on. Nigga. Yeah. Uh, hit you with the. Uh, so, so, sir, you say your monthly income is about $4,000 a month? Okay. Motherfucker gonna work at the calculator. Because the lie detects. <laughs> You motherfucker, so your your monthly your net income is four thousand dollars. Okay. So that's gonna bring your to who pay, who's paying for uh <laughs> who's gonna pay for health care? Uh, you are okay. So we'll deduct that hundred and twenty five dollars. That still brings your monthly that still brings your your monthly total to to, to twelve hundred dollars, sir. <laughs> and that's due on the first of every month. And then what's crazy though, is now I really I do too. Because I we should do the, that. The bullshit you probably hear. <laughs> man, I'm t- I, my partner fucked the three weeks before, and so we don't even know if the child really matched. Sir, you white, you had black, she was white, you're a partner was black. Yeah, <laughs> like, sir, man, well, goddamn it! Like, yeah, like, I heard of a, a case. This was a couple years ago. A man actually sued his wife when the baby was born and he no longer wanted the baby because the baby came out in his words very ugly and he didn't know Dang. that she had all this plastic surgery done so he met her when she was fine yeah. Oh, and he didn't know, <laughs> he didn't know right. what kind of jeans. Right. See no child pictures. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably one of them. She didn't have none of that for him. <laughs> she didn't have none of that for Because if it looked that bad, she probably was like, she ain't got none of them. Yeah. Like yeah. Wow. She had a lot of work done. She's nope. beautiful. They, 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 were, Jap- they, were, they Jap- were Japanese. Yeah. Cause I remember they showed the picture. Yeah. They showed the baby. I see what I need to try to see. With the baby. With the baby. Damn, bro. I'm <laughs> not speaking on no child. I did not. I'm not speaking on no child. Hey, man. See, that's why I, I wanted. Yeah. So I'm what, not going nah, there. Nah. What the baby look like? Uh-uh. No. Tell me what the baby look like. I don't know. <laughs> man. I don't know. That's why the baby. God bless that baby. God. That's really all you can say when you see the baby. God bless. Yeah, man. God, Moving man. right along. I'm not God, doing this to y'all. Yeah, bro. That is hilarious, bro. My nigga said the baby ain't shit. Hey, man. Man, listen, dog. Hey, man. Sometimes you got to tell it like it is. You got to get out of here or what? Hey man, listen. If you ask me if your baby cute and I don't say that, then you just you, you use that goddamn answer. You know, motherfucker tell you, how my baby look, you know, he look just like his daddy. He look just like his goddamn daddy. Yeah, you know. People don't let you know if the baby cute. A lot of times they don't just voluntarily call your baby cute. There are certain cultures where we do little things like if you, you walk past a baby, you have to touch his hair so that you get some of your good hair genes on that baby. I ain't never heard of it. Yeah. I got it from a, a Spanish lady. She told me that. I can see them doing some shit like that. Man, me and my wife both got good grades of hair, so well, I had a good grade. Oh, it didn't matter what ethnicity What is a good was. grade of hair? To other cultures, it's very specific. No, but this is where the, the, the woke uh, epithet comes in. What is good hair? It shit, did. with my wife got. <laughs> shit, I mean, yeah, I, she got nice. What nice grade of hair? 
that shit when, that, it won't when grow. that motherfucker yeah if it don't grow when you put that comb in that motherfucker you gotta yank that motherfucker through that <laughs> shit you're not supposed crime. to put no comb in it that's yeah. the natural crime well what putting the comb in yeah I'm, I'm, I'm just basically being woke Twitter right now is that what I'm saying putting the comb in here that's a natural crime Twitter shit yeah, to I mean, that's literally how it happened you know what you not about to doze your cat me. I'm not going there with you. Listen, man. Listen, I got a question the other day, man. And, and this was brought to me because I heard a, a, a TikTok video. Women, what do you all bring to the table? I, I'm asking this question because I heard a lady say Shh. it took her to she was 33, I think that's her age. I'm going to play the video in a minute. So she said she realized she didn't have anything to offer a man. Damn, that's deep. That's a low point. Like, that's a real low point. Let's hear it. But I, but I, I think you, man, but but if you hear her out, then you kind of understand where she's coming from. Let's hear it. Let's 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 Cut let's it up get real to it. So the point of me making this live was basically, I realized today that I have nothing to offer a man. Nothing. And I feel like it took, number one, it took me uh, 32 years to realize it because I just found that out today. So I was today years old when I realized it. And then um, it took me a lot of pride swallowing to be able to admit it. Um, I'm going to tell you why I feel the way I feel. This is not based off anyone else. This is only based off myself. But I just wanted to share it just in case it may help somebody else. I feel like I don't have anything to offer to a man because a man asked me, what I had to offer him. And it was the way he asked that made me realize that I don't. He simply stated, I realize that you're single, but tell me what would I benefit from having you as my woman? Now, outside of the basics, like, oh, I look nice, I can cook, I work, I didn't have nothing else to offer. And the reason I realized that I didn't is because I got to thinking about myself and all I've been doing for oh so many years is just working and taking care of kids. I don't know necessarily what I'm into. So there, there goes hobbies. I'm not necessarily sure my feminine level of energy because majority of my relationships, I wore the pants. So how can you as a woman offer to be a woman to a man if you've never fully been a woman i am a woman because i'm a female but i'm talking about like actually be a woman like to a man i've never experienced that so i don't know what that feels like so i can't honestly say that i have anything to offer as far as a woman outside of just being a woman so that means all i really do have to offer is some pussy because i'm a woman and we have one that's really not enough i can't honestly say i can admire i can offer you a nurturing environment because I'm too frustrated about the children that I have and the lack of help that I have with them. So it's like I can't necessarily be so nurturing to you when I'm frustrated at the amount of nurturing that I'm already doing. So therefore, I know I can't offer you that. I can offer cooking for you, but then it, to me, it comes at a price because if you're coming and you're sitting and you're eating my food and you're not providing any of it, I'm a fill away. So now I'm offering you bitterness. That's not anything a man wants. Why would you want a bitter female? Well, I'm bitter because of my own merits. So it's not your job to fix the bitterness. It's my job to fix as like as much as I want a man to come to me ready, able to provide, work, and handle himself, I think that me as a female, I need to have my emotions in check because if a man wants peace, I don't have any because I'm frustrated. I'm bitter. I'm so, damn. She's been, but yeah, I'm going to let you go with that yeah, first. Yeah, you That's a lot to unpack. It's a, a lot. lot. It's a lot to unpack. However, I do understand where she's coming from. I do too. Because 
when you sit down with a lot of these women these days and you ask them or like you say, like, you know, what do I benefit from you? Most women going to tell you, oh, I cook, I clean, I make this house a home. But for a man, it's like, I can pay somebody to cook, I can pay somebody to clean, or I can do, it or I can do that shit my motherfucking self. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you providing to me? Like what, what, like, what am I benefiting? How do you upgrade my life? That's how a man looks at it. Mm-hmm. How do you upgrade my life? How do you... How, what can I benefit? And if you, like she said, she don't know what she can bring in to benefit you. I want to hear y'all first. I, 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 have, I feel like this is a woman who doesn't realize her intangibles. Because a lot of times, for especially for a man that, quote unquote, has his stuff together, other than you know providing the, the, the benefit and the possibility of family, companionship, unity. There's nothing really that you can offer somebody who has everything unless it's intangibles. Mm -hmm. But in order to be able to offer and assess those intangibles, you have to know what they are. You have to know what your strengths are. You have to know what your weaknesses are. You have to know yourself. That's why they always say it's not good to date if you are not aware of who you really are. Yeah. That's why with her, I kind of feel bad for her because it's not as though she doesn't have anything to offer. She just doesn't know what it is. So she can't answer. Yeah. And and so that's why, me personally, I would never ask a woman that. Because I feel as though that's when we get to know, you kind of start to determine what you benefit off of the person, whether it be emotional lift, a mental lift, a physical lift. Like, you know through... Activity through interaction. Through, through actions. Yeah, That's yeah, why yeah. I, I never understood when you ask that. It's like, I'm supposed to tell you my credit score. I'm supposed to tell you how much money I got in the bank. Like, like when you ask them what I bring to the table in what manner. Because right. I can say money, but it's a lot of shit that I'm lacking that you will never have. Right. So I feel like we all have our gaps, but we also all have our strengths. No, I agree. But unfortunately for her, she didn't know what they are because she's been wrapped into being a parent. And that's the that's the scary part for a lot of people. You kind of lose yourself when you give your all to, to your kids. kids. Yeah. And sometimes to your mate. Yeah. It's like now you have exhausted everything for the next person. Yeah. Right. You don't know what you offer. You don't know what you have. And so I feel like that's a deeper conversation because now it seems like life has sapped, has has pretty much sapped all of the energy, the the the, the woman's energy from her. She yeah. Because now I can't even enunciate, I can't even project or even communicate what I can offer as a woman. Mm-hmm. And now I've just told myself I have nothing to offer because I don't know what it is. Yeah. So that's one of those things where you start realizing <clears throat> most of the time that answer is going to always be intangible. Yeah. Because if it's tangible, that means you're in it for the wrong reason. Mm-hmm. Or you bring financial security. So you only want them because it's financially secure. Because that's not going to be something you can throw out there if that person really like brings you to a correct uh, to, to a happy place. Correct. So what are your thoughts? Who so many? I want to start with. I hope that I, I hope that sister gets some healing, and I hope that she gets healing before she pours that into her children, especially if she has daughters, because just what she's saying alone is coming from a, a place of pain. 
and feeling like all she has is pussy to offer is, it makes me wonder if that's how she felt, you know, each time she went through motherhood <laughs> and how she got to the place that she's in now. But I, I also, I don't know her story, but it just sounds like a lot of pain. And it also makes me sad that she doesn't have the energy or the time to know what she likes, like her hobbies, she yeah. said. That makes me sad because yeah, I think everybody needs something to pour energy into that you don't know where else to put that. For some people, it's the gym. You know, for me, it's creating. Um, it's also, uh, you know, we do the podcast. Right. You know, we 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 all have things that we pour energy into and we know some things that we like. Shit, say bowling. I don't know. She doesn't know anything. But I also I right. agree with you. I think that it depends on who your partner is to say what you can provide for them because each person needs different things. And there are so many things that it takes to be a woman, but it's also a lot of things it takes to feel like a woman. And it's it's not really on a man to make you feel that way. But I do think that there are men that teach us, you know, oh, this is what it's like to feel more womanly. And I think that your partner does water you the same way we water them. But just sorry, y'all, Yogi. Tripping. Yogi hey. made an appearance. Can you go to the bed? <laughs> yo, go. yo. Go to your bed. Yogi had an opinion, so. <laughs> <laughs> Yogi say, man, what you talking about? <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know. I, I think I think it's a it's a lot deeper than that. But that honestly, from everything she said, it makes me sad. Yeah. It makes me wonder how many people feel that way. I don't. Honestly, I don't think it was coming from like a place of like pain. I don't. I don't think. It just sounded like she felt like she had a lot to offer. And then she realized, like, well, damn, I really don't have much to offer. I felt like in the past, she probably thought, like, cooking and cleaning was something to offer a man. And then she realized, well, no, that's not really much to offer a man. But, okay, you you mentioned, because I've heard a lot of men say this. Yeah, you can cook, you can clean, but I like the way I cook. I cook fine. I can do my own laundry or I can take it to the cleaners. I don't need you to do that. But it doesn't take away from the fact that I'm still providing that and I do it to your liking. If if you're my partner and I know how you like things, I'm going to do it the way you like it. It doesn't take away. You're not adding value, though. It is adding value because that's one thing off your list. You don't have to worry about. I think nurturing is a part of being a woman. And nurturing is making sure your man is taken care of. Because it's not gonna be like an activity, like right. like oh, I can cook. It's gonna have to be it's like I fill in the gaps for you. Like I'm like like your wife walking into the bathroom while you peeing and saying, "Damn, nigga, you need to drink some more fucking water." Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like awareness. Like, like that. nigga, why you piss me like that? Like, but nigga, that's a part of. Like, what I'm saying, you right. knowing your partner and knowing what they need. I know you're coming home angry and upset. About Let's say it's a, you know, certain things that you like that you need that make you feel good. Yeah, you can get it done, but I know you need that. Well, Let me do it. Communicate? That's why the question is always pointless and you just put it out there because, like, how can you communicate what it is when that person might not even be in need of it? It's like always kind of filling in the gaps for what they need when they need it. Like, Correct. Like, 
for a man, like for your wife. A lot of times, how many times your wife came home from Jesus being about the day? Yeah, every goddamn day. So you just provided emotional support. You provided material. You know how many people go mad because they don't have it? Correct. Yeah. But how can you communicate that if she was to ask you, what do you bring to the table? I'm a good listener. That's yeah. a great ass goddamn, that's a great ass trait because a lot a of great listener. People, people pay people just to listen to you. Correct. So if I'm providing somebody that is that is actively listening to you and, and being an active ear and paying attention to what you're fault, what you what might make you feel the way or paying attention to what stresses you out and try to combat that by doing things for you, whether it be like just having the goddamn house smelling like your favorite scent. It don't even yeah. have to be something like just putting you in a happy place. I don't know what it might be today. And but that's why when you ask that question, it normally is never going to be the answer you want. I think mm-hmm. the biggest thing is, as as a woman, what you can provide mm-hmm. is being a safe space. Like, and being that... We're supposed to provide each other. We right. are. Man, but I, I'm, man. I'm just speaking, you know, yeah. no, my end. I think being a safe space is most important. Yeah. I think being able to be you and being comfortable around me is the most important thing that we can provide one another. That is very true. However, I will say this. A lot of women don't know what being that safe space means. A lot of men, I ain't going to even just say women. A lot of people don't know what being that we safe space means. I agree. Our egos are I ain't going to even sit here and say women. Be able to see somebody else's struggle Correct. And uh, I think outside influence is is way too heavy right now. And I really want to blame that. That's a whole nother subject. But just to throw it in a little bit, the fucking internet is ruining. Yeah, I was just going to say social media is ruining a lot of fucking lives. Right Correct. Now. And you know what I realized? Like, um, people try to live up to fucking social media. And it's depressing. I'm, I'm taking an Instagram break right now. Yeah. You, can't you know do what it. I realized? Because it's kind of tied to our uh, next two topics in a way. Where, like, the power of perception will have you to lead, believe that that things are just so crazy. Yeah. Because you see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you, we was talking offline before the show when you, when you was telling, when you was reading that, uh, listening to that clip, and that letter was like, "I was Davis, but I liked her a lot, and but she just just built up." Oh, it's like the perception. You were worried about the perception of what. Yeah, you 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 kept your lady to yourself and didn't really bring her out because she was a larger or so a heavier set lady, so right? See that uh, they ain't gonna fuck with it. Yeah. Who is that? Right. Dude, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> we always have this imaginary day when we make decisions. Right. Whatever it is. It's right. Like, like, hell, if somebody quit their job, what's the first thing they say? What my family going to say? Do you feel comfortable quitting your job because it stresses you out? Do you have the means to support yourself? As long as you have, you can ask those questions and securely feel safe in your decision. Why the fuck are you worried about somebody else? I think because to answer you, I think because people that really ask those questions, they're unsure. And when you're unsure, you need, you know, somebody close to you, somebody that knows you and is going to snap a little bit of foundation or reality back into you in that moment. Because sometimes our emotions just overpower everything else. And, you know, it, it may not matter what other people think, but sometimes you need that 
refresh that okay welcome back this is i understand how you feel but let's keep it in check until you can get to this point right yeah I th- most people they're, they're asking for clarification there we go that's the word see before yeah. we go forward i just want to let you know you kind of got me in my hotel bag tonight with the alkaline water i don't know if it's the alkaline <laughs> water you gave me but i'm feeling real soft in my, in my ass <laughs> i feel like i'm, I'm emotionally open today. you are in tune I'm, I'm in tune with my emotions maybe i need some alkaline water yeah we gotta get you I need some alkaline water, man. I feel it. I feel. I feel that peace. Good. I'm glad. Alkaline water, man, so I can be at peace, man. I'm at peace, but you know. nah, that a couple topics like all, ago. I mean, all my ancestors real Charlemagne's right now. Mm-hmm. You know that nigga just the peace, but it's like I'm looking at it from a perspective of like the other side because I guess when I think about perception, it's it's a pressure that comes with the perception. Like mm-hmm. you always feel like you have to live up to your reputation or whatever it is, or you try to get to another level. Like everybody, like I actually envy people who literally just live can live life free and not give a damn about outside insight. Like mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck about like under two thousand. Mm-hmm. I would love to be at under two thousand point of uh, place place of thinking right now. Which is like I'm mm-hmm. gonna play my flute wherever the wind blows me. I don't give a fuck about the debates y'all have about who the best rapper. I don't give a damn who hot right now. Oh, I want to get the studio. I'm going to get on the song with the most random men. I might get on the song play well, Cardi. Who gives a fuck if the hip-hop purists like it or not? Yeah. I'm just going to march to the beat of my own drum. I do what I do. And I feel as though people that can live that and like that, that like that, I have, you have to envy them in a way because what they've done is disconnected themselves from a lot of human, uh, a lot of human, um, Issues. What that means is because humans, most humans want to be liked or accepted. Do you not feel you would do that? What? Just the random shit that you named. Go pick up a flute or jump on. I haven't flute. done it, so I can't. Say, yeah. <laughs> like, like I can't speak to it because like I haven't done it because I would. I don't comfortably see my how I would be able to maintain it. It's like I haven't gotten to that point where it's like you know what I want to unplug from everything. Like I still have goals I want to reach. It's, it's like I got you. Of, you want the freedom it's, it's, to be able to do whatever. It's you like want. fuck, fuck the next level. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's certain things you always set goals. Like a human, we set goals for ourselves. Right. Like, you know, the new Year's coming up. People gonna have New Year's resolutions. Even if you don't vocalize it, you got something that you like. I want to be better. Right. Absolutely. And unfortunately, it's like. When you have that, it's like a battle with yourself almost. Like you start feeling like if you have too many thoughts, and it kind of ties back to that later. It had if you have too many of those those thoughts where I need to get, I need to get better, I need to get better. Then you're just gonna feel yourself when it ne- when it never to. Like you're gonna have the feeling like you're not enough. Like I, I see people all the time that they put pressure on their significant other. Because they're looking at somebody else. Mm. Like, baby, we gotta, we, we gotta boss up. We gotta build this just generational wealth, baby. We gotta get this bag. Yeah. How you know that's what I really want to do? I might be comfortable where I am. Yeah. I might like this point in my life because you don't know what the other side looks like once you get to that next level. Mm-hmm. You don't know what you will have to give up. I feel as though a lot of times when you get to another level, you might give up something. It might be bad. It might be something grand, it might be something light, but you're gonna give up something. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like you get a promotion, you might give up some time. Or you might give up some of the you know, you might give up peace of mind. 
because now you have more like you have more responsibility. Like what I'm saying. So I always feel as though the perception, like the internet, like a new car come out. Now you feel like your your car you just got in 2019 is no longer the shit because they rolled out a new body that looks. I'm really definitely feeling like I'm how many just, times people say that? I don't like, feel that. Oh, they got the new body, man. The, the new body, body look good, yeah. man. Like now you didn't fuck. Now you're like your, now your car don't mean shit because they done rolled out the new 2022. I think I'm out of Jeez. touch then because I really could give a shit. But that's shit. why you I drive a 2010 Volkswagen Beetle and it's the shit to me. I mean, that, that's a that's a great place to be. That's why <laughs> you got a prisoners of chasing continuous like like elevation and like they they burn out because mm. you at some point there has to be a point where you like this ain't working. I don't know. I think right. it's different things for different people because when it comes to like my work or my creativity, I keep aspiring to be better and do bigger and, you know, get picked up to do, you know, whatever. So for that, it's that for me work wise. But like material shit, it's like, I don't know, maybe people go through phases because I had a phase where I was like, oh, I want this and that and just have my little staple pieces so I can walk in the room with it. But now I'm like, I don't give a fuck about so this So you still shit. like reach fucking mode. I reached fucking mode for that stuff no, but that's, long but ago. I, I didn't want to hold it to just like financial anything. Like it's as like as long as it's something that you want to work towards. Oh, absolutely. But still, unfortunately, put some type of pressure on yourself. It Definitely. might not be stress. It might not be high stress, but there's going to be a pressure of getting better or doing more or getting mm-hmm. it out there. And that's the that's why I say people that just like said fuck it, I'm throwing in the towel. I like where I am. I'm just like this. Oh no. But that's not right. That's so rare. But like somebody under a thousand is like, shit. I know I've I've, I've gotten to the to the peak of the mountaintop of my of what I do. I like I'm world renowned. Now I just want to fucking play my food. Yeah. I don't give a fuck the conversation y'all have around. Like that. That's the point that most people would never get to because yeah. you kind of worry about what your loved ones think of you. You kind of worry about the people what, especially the people that's closest to you that have. That that have real access is you worried about what they think. Even if you don't think it, even if you don't say it out loud, you don't like if you were to just say you just let your like your, your whole apartment just go to shit. You come over here, you ain't cleaned up, you ain't doing nothing productive, you ain't doing shit productive with your life. At some point, somebody that loves you is gonna come to you and be like, what the fuck going on, bro? Because they know that's outside of you. So that's the part we worry about. Um, I don't know why. I'm almost to that point, though. Shit, life, life I'm almost there. <laughs> I really could give a shit about what people think about me. I really. What do you think took you to that point? Just, just life. I feel like he's always kind of been that way. No, I haven't. I've always. But you still give it down by something. Yeah, because no, you just, I, you yeah, just yeah. explained like, hey, y'all, I love kids. Blah blah blah. So you care, about right? Yeah, you. no, I care. And that's no. why I say it's rap for somebody to just like say fuck everybody, like fuck, like yeah. Fuck. I mean, so I mean, obviously, I still love my family, yeah. my wife, and you know, but I'm gonna say this without you. without hurting anybody's yeah. feelings. Yeah, I value their opinions, but I can't necessarily say I care about their opinions. My wife now, that's different, but like. Anybody else like? Shit. I feel that. 
I, I value your opinion. Like, yeah, you got something like you want to let, let, let me know. But I'm not necessarily going to, like, nigga, fuck your shit. Like, but you know the unfortunate thing, you know? Y'all wouldn't have turned his lipstick on. You know the unfortunate thing, though? Know, is out of your love for your wife, you would never let yourself slip. Mm, yeah, that's true. So that's the thing, unfortunately. It's like, yeah. because you care so much about somebody else, I want to make sure. I'm but, holding up my end of the bar. Yeah, but I, I feel like everybody's gonna have that. I feel like yeah, even sure. even like you like you reference Andre three thousand. I feel like probably his kids. Like yeah. he's still it's gonna. It's an like, accountant sending money out to somebody. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. That, that, that's why I'm like not like not thinking about it. It's like. Yeah, you gotta kind of have a sense of give a fuck about something. You know? Yeah, but I'm I'm pretty almost at that point where it's like, man, man I, I really like don't too. give a fuck. Like man. I really hate that I have this this fervor to kind of further my career. Yeah. What I mean by that is because you're never satisfied. Yeah. Like I remember when I like I remember when I when the first time I made three thousand a year. I really thought fifty thousand dollars was a lot of money until hmm. I started making it. Talk to me about it, man. Shit. And so as you, it, so as you make more money, you just want to get to the next. You strive and strive for more, yeah. And so it's gonna be a, like people want. I want to get six figures. Okay, you get the six figures. Now they take now all these seconds out. Oh, then you realize like I need more money. Right. Because <laughs> you I'm always need this, more. You always want more. Always problem. want more. Always want problem. more. Because it's just like, where does it end? And I don't even know how we got here, but I, I, like it kind of ties to the next subject. Um, cause I, I know, I know we've been, uh, talking about, uh, giving a fuck and perception. Mm-hmm. Um, I was watching the show and I, you know, I sent from the group chat, um, the, the, it's a show on HBO Max called Love Life. Love Life. So they, they, they. They just completed the second season. The second season was released. So the first season, I ain't gonna lie, I ain't watch. I suggest if you part of the culture, you ain't gotta watch it because it was white people. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, uh, hold on. No, what I'm saying is like it was really good. It was it was good, but because that's season, how he explained it in the group chat. He was like, "Man, y'all gotta check this out. It's like insecure <laughs> for the fellas." I was like, "Hmm." I like the way this sounds. Let's say, but but only watch season two. Only watch season two. Season one ain't it. So I watched season two and I was like, damn, this is kind of good. It speaks to a specific yeah. audience. It's, it's not as much of a wide range as Insecure. So I said, I like the actors that are in season one. Let me see what it's hitting for. <clears throat> I got a season one and I was like, damn, I get it. That's why I need to watch season one. You need to watch season one. Right, it, it's very um, much not Insecure. Yes. Yeah. I guess I watched both seasons. But it's still, yeah, watch season two first. No, watch season one because the characters go into season two. It's a few characters. Yeah. Only, but the only reason I said it was Insecure, because of course, Insecure is, a, is an actual show that has range. The only reason I said is because there are certain gaps in the day-to-day life of many that, that just are not portrayed yeah. on film. And that's the one of the best things that for insecure for me is this realistic thing sometimes. Like your apartment ain't the best. Like I hate when things are just too dressed up on film. Like everybody's super successful. Like it's, I'm like, bro, like I that's why I like insecure because Molly's this great this great attorney because there's a huge gap in who she is as a person. 
person. Like I like knowing that there is realistic, there are realistic uh, battles that are being played out in the, on the on the field. And so it was certain things like one thing, one of the one of the uh, one of the topics was what he you know when he felt like he wasn't the quintessential black guy based off of the feedback he wasn't. But then you start realizing how many black men deal with that battle. Where it's like, I have the same battles as a black man because all people see when they see me is a black man. I, I carry my black skin. Mm-hmm. But when you realize we aren't monoliths, like that's just like, have you, I don't know if y'all watched the Obama um, documentary on HBO Max. It's three parts. No, I haven't. I haven't, it, I haven't. It, it does a deep dive into his childhood. They mm-hmm. interviewed his, his college ex, white lady. They interviewed his black classmates from the, the school in Hawaii. Like, you got real insight. And one of the biggest battles growing up for him is he didn't feel black. Because he was raised by a white grandparents and white mother. He lived in Indonesia with his stepdad, who was probably uh, Indonesian, and his mom. Mm-hmm. White lady. Then he gets to Chicago. Where he tries to become a he's a community organizer. His first job out of out of law school. I mean out of not out of law school, out of college. Mm-hmm. And he's serving a community that's all black people, but he doesn't know there's anybody in the neighborhood. So mm-hmm. that's the first thing people say to me. It's mm-hmm. like, you're not one of us. But I'm like, ah damn, when the police see me, they see a black man. Mm-hmm. I might be dressed up in, but I'm still a black man. You can't. And that's when you start realizing that seeing that play out, you realize like what is the core of the quintessential black man? Yeah. That's a good question. That's but that's kind of crazy. Like I never been thinking about. I it, didn't I think about like, that. I, I relate to a lot of. But black when dudes. you said that about um, what was his name in Love Life? When you said it about him, I agree. Quick, like, yeah, he's not. I said the same thing. I said, I'm like, he's not as well. Yeah. Like, but I projected. You see, I, 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 I caught myself projecting it to him because he wasn't the quintessential. He wasn't the normal guy. I would. Yeah. I, I know dudes like that, and I, I'm cool with him. But that's not who. When you think like you see what you see women say all the time. Oh, he like how he look like he like. He does. Yeah. And and when <laughs> there was a scene when w- one of the girls was like, oh, which one is your wife? And he was like, oh, Emily. Mm. You know, and he, she looks in there. She's like, oh, that makes sense. And I was like, it does. <laughs> it does. Yeah, nah, like, but you, you, yeah, lie, you can, certain thing. people you can see like, yeah. But that's kind of crazy though. But it's weird when you look back, like, what is he doing to not be black enough? Like, it's yeah. it's not that. It's you just. you can look at women like that the same way. She dates. Marcus. Yeah. Marcus. Marcus. Yeah. Marcus. But what but then what happens is when he gets into he works in an all white office. He he black guy. Mm-hmm. So then that's when it kind of sobered him and was like, yeah, y'all might not consider me the quintessential, but I represent every black person you people know now when I'm in this office. Mm-hmm. Until he realized that he had to. And that's so that's that's the battle. It's yeah. like it's gonna hit you in the face. I'm about but to check this out. The man. conversation I really wanted to have though was Mainly was more it, it tied more to the um, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it tied more to the vulnerability of the black man that you don't normally see. Yeah, portray. Because he did. didn't have him as this overly strong 
embodiment of the mm-hmm. black man. So you you start realizing how vulnerable a lot of black men are to having daddy issues. As long as you measure up to your dad, mm-hmm. how the women that are that that love you and, and are part of your family, how their pressures can basically determine how you play out. <clears throat> Like it's so many things that take a place that, that have a place. Wait, yeah. that's a deeper topic that we need to come back to. So yeah, put a pin in that because that kind of just fucked me up. Okay. What do you mean? Uh, well, you can tell me another time. No, matter of fact, let's venture off because I, I'm somebody who was raised mainly by a village of black women. So, so what do you mean? Um, growing up, I became the man. Not financially, but when it came to having insight and a place and an opinion, I became the man. Had I had a man role in my in my family about sixteen, mm-hmm. seventeen. Mm-hmm. So what that meant is, I also had to learn that the women I deal with in my family are emotional. Mm-hmm. They are sensitive. I had to be aware of that at an early age. Okay. And what that did is it tempered how transparent I was with someone with my feelings like how you mm-hmm. bother me and so that that, bothered, that that determines how you communicate with the women you date because all I have is examples of the women that love me the most mm-hmm. feeling the most offended by what I say mm-hmm. so now how I communicate the truth to someone is very very eggshells and I had to grow into being able to communicate effectively without feeling like I'm hurting you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, also, sometimes it, it ties to men try to raise you. Women sometimes can try to raise the men that they're responsible for raising into the man that they want. Ooh. But that might always that might not always be the man that it needs to be. Like, say for instance, you want your son to be this bossed up guy, no nonsense. But now you might have an emotionally inept man who doesn't know how to offer anything outside of like the tangible things that mm-hmm. you built him up to just to provide, be able to be a boss. But it's like he has no soft skills. I feel like most women create men that they don't want nowadays. Mm. Mm. God damn, y'all. Shit. They baby these they baby these boys until they fucking Shit, 30 years old. But you know what that gives? Control. That's true. And again, you said hell, that gives control. It does. Yeah. Because I saw, and God, we need a fucking TikTok sponsorship. But I saw a TikTok where it was like the girls, uh, you know, when you get pregnant and you're wondering if it's a boy or a girl, the girls that um, had love to give had a girl. Mm-hmm. And the girls that needed to be shown what it was like to be loved had a boy. That kind of fucked me up because I was like... That's not too much pressure to put on the kid. Yeah, and yeah. I don't get it. Like, why is it that little boys are the ones that, oh, love their mom so much? Like, a little girl loves their mom. Yeah. Like, what do you mean you've never been shown love until you have a boy? Like, so mm-hmm. you saying that just brought me to that little yeah, clip so, that I saw, which was like, mind blown, what the fuck are y'all talking about? Yeah, these these women, they create these... Mama's boys. So many badass and so what what best friends? Yeah, what woman wants to be with a man that has to call his mama for every fucking time. But you know what that does? That avoids you know but what that's that, what happens. You know what though. that prevents? Another woman from coming in and be able to 
take her place. Yep. Dated that guy. <laughs> Shit. Because it's like fun. I stripped you down with so all of your manliness that I'm always gonna have inroads to being able to like how like you can't hold this kid's hand for ever. ever. Yeah. But parents try, man, I see it firsthand. Like, man, I I, I didn't seen man I know a kid twenty well he ain't kid, he's a man. 21, 22 years old, and mama's still holding his hand. Like, ain't no woman gonna wanna put up with this shit. Mm-mm. But I feel like, like you say, y'all said, she's keeping control. So no other arguments. woman can put up with it. I had arguments with my mom, like real arguments. <laughs> and I love her to death, but I had real arguments about my mom about letting go. With my mom about letting go. I have arguments now with some of the women in my family about just letting go. I mean, I'm like that with my siblings. I'm very protective and like over the shoulder, like, all right, what's going on? You know, I've, I've been told by family members that I do that shit. Like, I, I don't, hearing it, it's, it's hard to hear, like, y'all say these things. So it's like, damn, I don't feel overprotective or like I'm trying to control. Cause don't get me wrong, especially my brother, he's not letting me control shit, but I'm right there when he needs me. You know, like whatever it is, like either I live through it, we're going to figure it out together or I'm. It's not always. And then you have to realize, like, that's unfortunate because when you love somebody, it's just like my little brothers. Mm-hmm. They grown, but if they used to call me, my first instinct was going to be like, how can I get them out of this? Yeah. It's hard to give tough love to somebody, but a lot of times, not a lot of times, but sometimes tough love can be the benefit for that person. Yeah. Yep. Because you have to. Know that it's like a rich kid. A rich kid continue to fuck up because they know somebody gonna pay them to get out. Right. Or it's just like an athlete that continues to fuck up, but he keeps his talent keeps allowing him to get back in the game. Mm -hmm. So why would I hold myself accountable? Right. And so that's the conversation that you have to have with yourself when you're enabling somebody. Is am I doing them a, a, a disservice? But a lot of times people won't believe it because they feel as though I'm benefiting. But in the long run, you won't expect like how many times have you seen somebody their parents die and they lose themselves? A lot. Because they literally didn't have any tools that were equipped in order to be able to live substantially or live in a in a self-sufficient way without the input of their parents. Mm-hmm. That's a scary place to put to be left. Yep. <clears throat> so to be that dependent on somebody, whatever it is, yeah, it's scary because that person isn't guaranteed. 
And I feel like a lot of these women these days, that's what they do with their little boys. To keep them, because, because once you equip that man to go out into the world and be self-sufficient, he might not be as available to you. I might live in another city. This I'm, is so I'm funny. I might go chase him. My little brother just moved to Seattle he a couple is, days ago. And I've been like trying so hard not to constantly just FaceTime him, text him, like just be a net on him. Because even if I did, he's not going to answer all the time. Yeah. But I'm trying not to annoy him. But I just want to see like, what's it like? Send me yeah. pictures, do this, do that. And it's like, give him a minute to get settled and let him come to me and tell me, you know, what it's like. Shout out, John. I love you, baby. And I miss you already. But anyway, um, so I, I, I get what you're saying because... I don't look at it that way. I don't look at it like I'm just hovering over him trying to make sure things are going the way I think they should go. But I'm still right there, like, watching from the background. But I'm I'm going to watch. I don't. Yeah. But it's, it's kind of hard to watch it without. It's, it's like, it's, it's a first instinct. Yeah. It's a first instinct. Like, if your sister was to call you right now, it's a first instinct to see, like, if I can I do anything. Yeah. And like, and, and but then you have to kind of take yourself away from it. It's like, all right, why are they here? Mm-hmm. Why do they need me? When you start asking the questions of why do they continuously need a mom? Why do they continuously need me to build a house? Then, but then what happens, you start having to be looking at some of the fault on your own, and nobody wants to look at faults like themselves. Right. When I felt like I've done everything in my power to benefit. Right. My brother was never like that. He's mm-hmm. just like my best friend. Yeah. So even my moves and stuff, he was like that. He's never needed me to like bail him out or do this. Yeah. Like he's always been, you know, I'm still just going to watch. Okay, baby. Okay. But yeah, no, no, I feel like I just feel like that's something that, we, you know, we got to have, you know. Um, but, if you know, like I said, if y'all haven't watched it, go watch Love Life. Um, it was really good. But watch season one, too. Yeah, yeah I'm going to check it out, man. Y'all, 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 you didn't show me on season one. Good. Yeah, y'all didn't. Yeah, I was like, ah, I ain't seen it. Uh, y'all talked about it. I'll be all right. But no, I'm going to go back and watch it now, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, we really didn't we, we say anything. Yeah. So, yeah no, nah, I mean, it wasn't. But I mean, I just. Most of the time I watch it so I can have the dialogue with you all. But y'all had already had the dialogue. So I was like, all right. But, but, but I'm going to go back and to it because we didn't touch on the things that we probably really wanted to talk about. Yeah, I'm gonna check it. I'm gonna check it out. Like, because honestly, you gonna catch yourself like, oh, you know how. Then as it gets into it, you like it's storyline. Yeah, and also you start seeing yourself in in some of the episodes. Yeah, Yeah. I'm gonna check it out though. Season one too. Watch that too, so we can talk about because I want to talk about younger women with older men. Yeah, we gonna talk. We can talk about that since we talking about younger women, older men. It gets men, women, regardless. Ooh. I got a wicked truth that I wanted to kind of stand on. What you got for me? That, that ain't new. It ain't new. <laughs> this shit ain't new. This shit ain't. Y'all act like this shit is new. Bring you sound like one. You sound like one of these old school pimps, man. Right. Goddamn, Sucky Yana ain't new. Walk been, been passed around. Pimping ain't dead. What made me realize this shit more than ever? That I didn't always stand for uh, wet. It was also white. White ass. (laughs) White ass pussy. Shout out to Nancy is all we're going to say. Oh, Nancy, man. Hey, uh, ain't going to lie. Nancy out here getting peanut butter through a straw, man. (laughs) Jawbone. 
God damn it to hell. Java. Peanut butter through a straw. Peanut butter through a straw, man. Nancy out here. Then then sucked her way to the White House, man. Stop it. Moisturize a Popeye's biscuit. God damn, dog. <laughs> I'm not doing this. <laughs> my dad said she can moisturize. I ain't never heard that one. That's I've a good one. I've never heard that one. She can moisturize a Popeye's biscuit, man. Hey, man. Moisturize. Oh, shit. This is why I love Twitter. I never gave a lead Twitter as an observer. It's because it's the type of shit you come across. Yeah. Y'all heard when. Madonna and 50 Cent is going back and forth. But so somebody hijacked the tweets. And they just, you know how you catch a stray some people catch a stray sometimes in the dirt. Bless her heart. Yeah. In the dirt right now. She caught a stray. Uh Nancy Reagan, her uh had nothing to do with the situation and end up in it. Of prior times came to the forefront. Um and prior many Hollywood sources of the 40s and 50s, um, she was superhead before superhead. Uh, she was a goddamn. She was a treasure. Like, 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 put, like, like put it that way. She got she got meetings and them shits got, got yeah got a lot of meetings. Yeah. So this so it's the first thing I thought when I when I heard this. It was like we only saw the finished product of Nancy. Nancy in the White House. The first lady, Nancy. Ray. Right. Just say no. Before they flooded the, 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 the neighborhoods with drugs. But we'll get into that on a later day. Well, what was her slogan? Just say no. But she wasn't saying no. Niggas couldn't mm. say no to that. She wasn't saying <laughs> they no, though. couldn't say no. She wasn't saying no. They, the reason I say that, because they said she had a way of always getting her way. Mm. You get what I'm saying? That's some powerful shit, bro. That's some powerful shit. Man. You can get a yes to a nigga through a blowjob. They, yeah, say, they say this man. shit was God level. Damn, I want to know who was saying this shit. I really want to know too, but we know Ronald. We, he cuffed him. You know that boy was like, I can't let this one go. Man, Ronald <laughs> cuffed the freak, man. Nah, God, God damn, y'all ain't shit. But, but this some, man that brought a freak to the White House. Sometimes he, I guess he was. I can't let this shit go outside. This shit got to stay with me. That boy, you know, hey, he, he made, I guarantee he made that decision after a session. Probably so. Like that was the that was the finished product. Everybody else. But I mean, I don't know if it was to that level, but Donald Trump did the same thing. He brought what's her name to the White House. Well, we don't have no confirmation of what she's working with. So. But you seen the pictures of her in Playboy. It don't mean that you good at what you do. We know that Nancy had that shit. We don't and know. We don't know. I mean, if, if more than two people say it, I'm gonna start. Come on now. Are you are you gonna allow me to believe this for the rest of time? Nancy Reagan was the first superhead. I'm never going. I'm never going away from it. Man. She, she fucked up the neighborhoods with crack cocaine and shit. Goddamn, she got what is for for the for the rest of the time. She was a, I'm gonna let you have it. The throat goat. She gonna be she the throat goat. Throat goat, man. Throat goat to suck your way to the fucking Oval Office as the first lady. That's next level. What Bernie Mac say? Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Goddamn it, the hell! I knew, I knew you. <laughs> Boy, back in those day, your wife used to suck the mean. Wait, well, you know you. That's your wife. Hey, Terrell, why you playing when she first made that appearance? I know it was a nigga somewhere. Oh shit, <laughs> Bruh. Hey, hey, look at this shit. Hey, man, that's old girl. That's Nancy, bro. That's Nancy, bro. 
She about to make some hell nah, bro. I remember back in 43 when she put that. She used to suck the meanness. <laughs> had my leg back in the goddamn Copeville. Man, y'all remember Jawbone? That shit go right there. Jawbone. Jawbone. Hey, Kareem, you got 24 hours to respond. I, I, <laughs> I think if, if, but I also think if Nancy was really out there, I, it, it had been came out before. Why? Out. How? We've been having social media for a minute. When Monica came out, no, we should have no, known about dancing. No, they have, no, this is in a book. Like this, like this stuff was already written. It's just you know how Twitter sometimes like exposes shit that's already been published. Hmm. All, all this is excerpts from a from a Hollywood actor because Ronald Reagan was a Hollywood actor. She was a Hollywood actress. Mm-hmm. So this came from like people in the know back then. Yeah, like, they said. So I got a book that should be in then. And so unfortunately, the, that's why it, 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 I believe it because they both were in Hollywood, and Hollywood don't know lie about shit like that. It's like you get your you, you get your reputation Hollywood the, the, the real way. Like Superhead literally got her reputation off of Irv Gotti. He she went through she went through Murder Inc. and the motherfucker was like we shit Superhead that's your name. Really? She earned her name. I didn't know I that. thought Ice Cube gave it to her. No, she she said Irv, Irv did it, and she said she wore with proud. Damn. And but then if you read her book, she was dealing with Never Kuma read the book. Not Kuma, uh Kooji Rap. Kooji Rap. That's that was the guy she was living with. I don't Big know. Daddy Kane. What? Was the guy she had the baby with and was living with. The one that made her nose bleed when no, she was. That was Kooji Rap. Big Daddy Kane. He made her. He made her nose bleed. It's cool to rap. Google it. How he make her nose bleed? He hit she her. was doing it for so long. Her nose bleed. God damn, motherfucker! Was popping her nose while she died. I don't know, but he did used to beat her. Yeah. Oh, superhead, huh? I ain't know uh, that. They dated, but the guy she had the baby with and did that with was. Um, Big Daddy Kane. Big Daddy Kane. And who you say? Cool Mo. Rap. But I, all I know is this shit ain't new. That's all I know. That's pretty much what I was trying yeah, to say. Yeah, niggas been, these chicks been out here thotting. Marilyn Monroe, she was goddamn doing this shit before all y'all niggas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, she was, man. You gotta think, Marilyn Monroe would just be Kim Kardashian and all the people that sex symbols now mm. that they said. And all of y'all wanted posters of these. It's like, like John F. Kennedy was going on to the fucking going was getting flown out to different continents to get to get a session with her. Mm. He would literally leave the country to go fuck Mary. That's, like, that's what man's level pussy. Yeah. Like when a nigga say, "I'm fucking, I'm gonna leave the country as the president, go to another goddamn continent and get this shit, get them pussy." And I'll be, I'll be back in the morning. I'll be back in the morning. I'll be back in. Hold my college. <laughs> like you the president of the free world. That's next level pussy. Nigga act like he can't leave a goddamn board meeting. This nigga leaving the country as the most powerful man in the goddamn country. To get some pussy. Man, this shit ain't new. Y'all think y'all doing something new. Y'all OnlyFans chick. Y'all chicks that selling pussy or whatever and getting Birkin bags and shit. This shit ain't new. Yeah, y'all y'all, <laughs> y'all hoes running up and down, bitch and net and shit, man. Shit yeah, ain't new. Goddamn, motherfucker, mm, they can get it a little bit more cold. <laughs> Long time. Pussy been having value since the beginning of time. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> like, pussy has caused wars, pussy has created kingdoms, and he has killed kingdoms. Mm. Goddamn it, Samson lost his whole fucking strength because he got 
He got he basically got that one headed quarter, that one mm-hmm. inch snow. She put him to sleep. No mm-hmm. roaches. And we, we being real, she put him to sleep and cut his hair. Is that not what she did in the Bible? Man. Delilah. She fucked him. I don't know. That's hey, right. man. They had a night of passion. Yeah, man. He fell asleep. She cut his hair and took away his because the source of his strength was in his hair. Wow. That sounds like Hercules. God damn it, that sounds like a good night. That's what that shit sounds like. Sound like that nigga had a good night. Man. Put that nigga to sleep and cut his hair. Now they put your ass to sleep and take your Rolex. But it's just different shit now. And you know? your Rolex. You Absolutely. You hear that shit all the time. <laughs> like, Motherfucking and found the chick, took her to the room. Wake up, all this shit gone. Man. That's, a, that's all the time. Man. Oh, it's a chick in the, it's two chicks in Miami that running licks on niggas. Yeah. They literally come to them cities just to do that shit. Yep. Like hockey with like for all stars and shit. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of money in town. All you need to do is find one or two. Yeah. You can eat for a month. Yeah, come work with me and get these little eleven dollars in my pocket, man. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be mad. <laughs> you gotta think, a lot of times niggas got women and wives. Yeah. So who are they gonna call to report when you steal from? Cause you gotta then admit that you was in the room fucking another woman. Don't be teaching these girls how to do that shit. They already know this shit. You can take these eleven dollars in this in this series two Apple Watch. Oh my goddamn! <laughs> See how far you can get. <laughs> you take this series two and eleven dollars money and it's, shit. It's oh my goodness! Like, I'm gonna find you on the internet. You no, not necessarily. Man, my mother had she she calling herself Treasure and she uh, Treasure from Little Rock and her ass from goddamn Atlanta. A quick Google just, image search. Yeah. Man, they ain't no, man, a lot of these niggas don't even know how to use the computer. You think they're going to go and be able to find a goddamn image? They got a hope that they, she, they come across, she come across their floor page. Well, he got yeah, all I need is 15 minutes. Yeah. Hey, man. Shit. Trick's been living a long time. That's all I'm going to tell you. They say tricks is so for kids. Don't let yourself. She got don't, let, don't let you be the trick. Tricks are for kids. But yeah, um. They say tricks is for kids and she got four of them motherfuckers. That was my soapbox. <laughs> oh, Nancy, oh, Nancy. Goddamn Nancy. Y'all want to name the show that because they want to have a fuck with you calling it. Nancy, oh, Nancy. Nancy. Nancy had these niggas. Nancy. Choco. Getting peanut butter through a goddamn straw. It's going to be a Popeye's biscuit on the cover. God. That shit. I, that, what did you say? She can make a Popeye's biscuit. A moisturizing Popeye's yeah. biscuit. That's, That's the cover name, art. Man. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna just have a dude. I got a picture to send you a nasty just standing there like this. Like, we'll sit there and I'm gonna put the biscuit. <laughs> she's like, yeah. She's like, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna put the I biscuit mean, over her. Talk, I'm gonna go. Throat, yeah. The throat goat, man. Throat goat is who she is, man. Goddamn but, uh, nasty, man. Yeah. Hey, Shout out man. to her, man. Rest on soul. It's, it's, it's been a real one today, y'all. Yes, I missed y'all. We missed y'all. We, this is, we in here, man. We. Sh- Y'all keep interacting with us. This was, y'all this was much needed therapy tonight. <laughs> Most definitely, man. But uh, other than that, man, I ain't even got too much else to chop it up. Man. Yeah, I think we can cut it. Jesus. Y'all, y'all, heard, y'all done heard us enough for the for the uh, duration of the episode. But if y'all rocking with us, keep rocking with us. You know, find us on the podcast page. We can keep podcasts on Instagram, Facebook. Twitter, we, we ain't tweeted yet, but we about to start. We about to upload videos to the YouTube page, so be on the lookout for that. Just be on the, uh, on, the on the lookout for content and be on the lookout for us. Just be interacting, keep interacting with us and keep supporting it. Man. Keep rocking. Yes, sir. 
Wicked Truth Podcast, episode six. We out of here. See y'all. If you enjoyed today's show, please head over to iTunes, give us a rating, and leave a review. Please be advised that this podcast is meant for educational and informational purposes only and is in no way a replacement for legal or medical advice. The opinions contained within are solely those of the interviewers and interviewees and should be received as so. Those seeking help or advice are encouraged to obtain professional legal and medical services.